When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We're talking real money. After Saturday, they said it couldn't be done. They said there was no chance that Don would show up for yet another edition of the Talking Real Money podcast, despite the gaping hole in his neck. And yet, ladies and gentlemen, here he is once again, Don McDonald, with another episode of the Talking Real Money podcast. Okay, that's all I can do, Tom. It's up to you now. Okay, I'll take it from there. By the way, you're not going to talk about the eyes either. I thought we'd throw that. I, the I eyes somebody, had it. The eyes help, had it. Somebody helping you into your chair there so you could find your way and sort of feeling your way to the microphone. Oh, you, want, you, I, I, you know, it. I was so. talking to the eye doctor who's a friend. And he said, so I haven't seen you in about a year. How's it going? I said, oh, yeah, well, I said, uh, as I mentioned on my show, if it wasn't for bad luck, I would have no luck whatsoever. I said, it's been probably the suckiest year of my life. Um, and he, and he goes, mine too. What? <laughs> like, it's just been a bad year. Wow. I, he had, he's had all kinds of familial problems. His house was robbed. He was just like, Lord, that's like, bad. You yeah. know, I, I, I told him, I said, I'm just sitting around all day praying for normalcy. I just want boring. I want my boring life back. I want to get up in the morning. I want to read my 13 papers. I want to go upstairs. I want to record a podcast or are these edit a the podcast. 13 confederist papers which papers 13 confederate yes <laughs> federalist papers which federalist papers? No, they weren't any confederate papers <laughs> well they remember. were but they yeah, were all in richmond were. and they got burned after okay. that war all right okay Fair uh, enough. so anyway, anyway hi i'm yeah. don um yeah. don mcdonald tom cock mm. is my uh my cohort over there and uh, a much we, less valiant effort on my part to show up by the way i'm feeling kind of like i should be doing more here but okay yeah, he just yeah. kind of walked over. <laughs> just you know. turned on the microphone and started going. Sorry. Yeah. Ah. Yeah. Anyway. So um, we're going to talk. We're going to talk yeah. about money, which is what we do. And we we welcome, we encourage your questions all the time. That's why we make questioning ability available to you 24 hours a day, seven days a week. You can call us at 855-935-TALK. You can send questions in at TalkingRealMoney.com. You can call us live on Saturdays when we do a two-hour show live at 855-935-TALK. Um, and uh, we also try to share with you some of the things that are going on in the world of money, most of which you really, and this is what's nice about us, we save you having to pay attention to all these other people because most of the stuff out there is just blatant noise. There's just so much noise about investing and retiring and saving and spending and all this stuff. Noise. Okay. And last week, just to make sure I'm on the right same page, you gave the emergency room healthcare system an F, D? What did you I gave it? my emergency yes. room. What? What did you give uh, it? A, a, an F. Okay. All right. Yeah, so, a rousing F. They they right. they failed in every every aspect of their job, in my right. opinion. And by the way, again, just to reiterate, mm -hmm. he was only speaking of his experience. He was not speaking of the global U.S. experience. No, because I'm sure, sure that there are people no. getting better experiences yeah. than I. 
and mine wasn't an F. It was probably a C minus. Uh, but uh, the <laughs> the U.S. retirement system, of which we are more interested in, well, unless you're in the emergency room, um, gets a C plus, according to a new study. C plus, can you, really? Can you explain to me? I can't even understand how you could study a country's retirement system and grade it. It's weird. Uh, this comes from the Nectixis Investment Managers 2021 Global Retirement Index. Everything has an index today. Uh, by the way, nations such as Iceland, Norway, mm-hmm. the Netherlands, Switzerland, Denmark, Australia, Ireland, and New Zealand, well, they all got higher marks than the United States. Again, I come back to that question. Why? Based on what? We're getting to that. We're getting oh, okay. to that. Don't be impatient. Iceland, by the way, was number one. So, I mean, in addition to a rather short summer, you get a good retirement system, I guess. Okay. Like 300 um, <laughs> people live in Iceland. How hard can it be to provide a I retirement? Think it is, I think it is like 300,000. Uh, okay. Here's why. All right. You want to know why? Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, even though there's 40 trillion, basically 40 trillion dollars invested for retirement is the number they used. Um, I think they said two thirds was in IRAs and one third in um, 401ks. Uh, it's here's what the quote it's the u.s retirement system is uneven fragmented patchwork and uh it poverty rates are very high this is a staggering number one out of three americans basically over the age of 75 live in poverty let me say that again almost how a many third almost a third of americans wow. over the age of 75 live in poverty versus the average for these developed countries of 11 percent that's why so, I mean, and who wants to be old, and I've seen this up close and personal, as you know, Don, in my family, of someone who was in poor health and had no money and was dying and had uh, had to live here. It was horrible, hor- absolutely horrible. So Americans, as you know, have the three-legged stool, which includes Social Security, 401k plans, and individual savings for retirement, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. yes. Okay. Yes. And the one part of the problem is... According to this study, only half, 53%, have access to an employer-sponsored retirement plan. So in other words, if you're going to save, you got to do it on your own, which, you know, kind of sucks, right? Versus these other countries where they really do give you cradle-to-grave sort of coverage for everything. Your taxes are higher, right? I mean, look at the just look well, at but the. But isn't this basically that? That's what I was trying to get to. Isn't this basically the argument we've been having in this world for over a hundred years? The socialist capitalist argument. Yeah, I mean, when and with the recent passing of the Queen in England, it again became fairly public knowledge that if you try to pass on in in, in England more than four hundred thousand dollars. You're paying a, uh, a state tax of over 40%. Now, thank goodness the new king didn't have to pay any of that, so he got the $28 trillion without uh, without having to pay tax on it. But all joking aside, this is – you're right, Don. That's exactly part of the problem is how much tax do you want to pay so that everyone is sort of covered, and that's not our show. Our show no, is here we fact, are today. When I yeah. heard this, the, I immediately thought about the folks who call us. We get calls occasionally from, from Great Britain – Yep. Uh, from, from just talked to a guy uh, last week from there, Australia, mm-hmm. yep. from from English speaking countries, where they have investments and retirement plan investments available to them, and one of their biggest beefs 
is the high costs yeah, of investing high. on their own. I mean, I'm, I'm reading an article from the Irish Times. Talk about talks about uh, average mutual fund ratios of of, of like one and a half percent. Oh, yeah. uh, expense ratios, and 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 here you can get into a great mutual fund or ETF for under one tenth of one percent, and you have thousands of choices, which they don't have in most of the rest of the world. Yeah, you may have a government pension that is going to make sure you don't starve, but you also don't get choice. So it's a trade-off. Yeah, and this is one of the other things they, the, the study finds is, again, Social Security, while making up a large part of many people's retirements, was not designed that way. And it's become that. And therefore, in my mind, many people think, well, I don't need to save because I have Social Security. There's been other legislation they point out. Uh, there's now 11 states and two cities that require businesses to offer retirement programs to workers. One of those cities, of course, would be Seattle. Um, so this is, again, so at the end of the day, when you read this, it just means, as we've said on this program many other times, your retirement is your own. You're not going to, if you're relying on Social Security, and the average benefit today is how much for Social Security? Do you remember? Two grand? No, $1,600 oh a month. I mean, even with the boost it's going to get next year. So I made a list of a few things for young and old about how I think people could help themselves. And we've talked about and this I many times. And I think it's actually really simple. I don't know what you're going to say, I'm but I would imagine you, these, these are really easy solutions. They're very simple. They're very simple. Uh, I wrote start early. <laughs> Right. Yeah. I tell mm-hmm. young people all the time, you got an income, you're 15 years old, have your parents start a Roth IRA, put the money in there. And when you get a full-time job, the first thing you do is automatically start setting aside 15%. That money is gone. You don't think about it for whatever, whatever. And I can remember in my twenties, you had to do trade-offs. I'd rather do this than that. This goes, then it goes away. Number two, uh, for young people, I would do some Roth and some pre-tax, some of both. In other words, some regular 401k, some Roth. And here's the other part that I see all the time, Don, for young people, old people, everybody. Their asset allocation is poor. They either are not diversified, they're either too much in stocks, uh, too little in bonds, or the other way. They don't have it set up. And if you do it wrong from an early age and you never fix it, that's bad. And then what about later in life? Here's the other one. Again, the study points this out. Very few people, it's 6% of the population that wait until age 70 to take social security. If you're, if you're older and you're, you haven't been a saver, the best thing you can do is wait for social security because it continues to grow dramatically. Um, the other one that people still ask about, I'm 60 years old and I haven't saved anything. Should I save? Yeah, you should. Start saving now. Why not? Um, and then the third one is pay attention to money that you are taking out of your accounts, where it's coming from, how much in taxes you're paying. Have a plan to that rather than, again, I see this often, people wake up and say, oh, I need $100,000. i just go ahead and pull it from my IRA, not noticing that you could take it from your regular taxable account and pay a lot less in taxes. Pay attention to those little things, both older and later, that I think will Make your retirement a better one, Don. And, you know, I, when we talk about, here's part of the problem with, with the lack of, of 
opt-in retirement plans available through work. People don't do well doing this on their own. We have a really hard time. I mean, imagine if every April you had to write a check for your taxes to the IRS. Oh my gosh, there'd be a whole lot of people delinquent on taxes. Imagine, imagine, by the way, if you had to, if, if investment companies, you had to write a check to them for the uh, for the management fees or for the, uh, the if they weren't taken right ratio. out, yeah, it yeah. would hurt. It would hurt. It would be a different that, deal. Completely. That's why I I really do think I love the idea of moving toward some system that either encourages or requires a portion of the money paid to an employee immediately come out of the paycheck and go into a retirement vehicle of some kind. And, you know, I was thinking about it the other day. Why couldn't it be? For example, let's say you're a small employer. You've got three employees. That's all you you got. Can't afford to set up a a, 401k 401k or even Even a simple 401k. But but you could, you could, for example, say, hey, I am going to give all of our employees a $100 a month retirement bonus. You get the bonus. If you come in and show me, you put it in a Roth IRA. And then you get the next bonus. If you show me, it's still in the Roth IRA. And you know that from my political beliefs, it pains me to say that the government should be more involved in this. Mm-hmm. But the reality is when you look at things like this, the fact that we're getting a C, the fact that so a third of the country's living in poverty over the age of 75 we're gonna we're gonna have to be more involved, and I am not saying it should be a government-run program by any stretch of the but imagination. Somewhere, but but somewhere, I, as you I say, do think, automatic I do think it should be a, a program that eliminates all insurance companies and brokerage firms from participation. I think it should only be no-load ETFs that are in these required programs. So there's no profit incentive for some insurance company to come in and swoop in and put somebody in an annuity. But I do think there has to be something done to force people into saving Saving. for retirement because we won't do it on our own. Very few of us will. Let's put it that way. It's It's hard. Think about, think about, think about your twenties. We didn't never going to retire. We were, yeah, we were never going to (laughs) retire. We were struggling to support our families. Yep. Yep. It's forever from now. So I think, yeah. Anyway, sorry about the C, sorry about the F, but uh, again, for those of you who are listening, who are young, and I know you're out there because you talk to me. Uh, get started. Do it. And don't mess uh, around. And we we know that the vast majority of you listening to us are a little bit older. Yes, than that's the, true. Than the just getting started. If you're one of the little bit older, one of the things that you can truly do for someone in your family that is so helpful is if you've got a grandchild or a child with a job, it's hard for them. It's going to be hard for them to put it all away, but reward them for putting some away match them for every dollar they put into a Roth IRA. And I disagree with you. I think everything should go into the Roth right away, right off the bat, because your bracket's so low. Yeah, there's, again... I wouldn't split it at all. It's hard to know what tax planning looks like 25, 30 years down the road, but you're right. But just given the fact that you you are much more likely to be in a high bracket when you're older, I would do it now. Okay, fair enough. All right. 855-935-TALK. You can call that phone number 24-7, or you can call it on Saturdays from 3 to 5 Eastern and ask us questions. You can also uh, record them at TalkingRealMoney.com on the contact form, or you can do like these people do 
and send them in by typing with your fingers, which to me seems like a lot more work, but apparently <laughs> you prefer me. it. Yeah. And this one comes in from Thomas in Arizona. And he said, I came across your podcast while listening to the Clark Howard podcast. Now, Clark is somebody that we've Clark known Howard. many years we and like his work. Clark. Yeah. Uh, and he writes, as a reformed financial advisor, I want to express a heartfelt thank you for the solid advice you are giving. Wow, He's reformed? Really nice. I guess. The oh, first, Thomas, the first reformed, congratulations. First, first reformed church of stockbrokers. Um and he continues, since Schwab et al. have eliminated commissions on many mutual funds, consumers are not aware they can buy the loaded fund without the load on any number of platforms. That being said, I'm wondering if you have advice or direction for individuals who want to create a portfolio generating monthly income using low-cost ETFs and or low-expense ratio mutual funds. couple of things. Yeah. One. I heard you say you can buy loaded mutual funds without a load. Yeah, why would you want to? I mean, really? Because loaded mutual funds tend to be actively managed. Almost all of them are. So you don't want actively managed. That's bad. If you, if you still think actively managed works, you're not reformed enough. No, you got to go back to church again next Sunday yeah. for, the, for the reformation. You're not reformed so. enough. <laughs> and if you think you should invest specifically for dividend income or an income stream, because I think you need to go back to the reform school. Because we believe, and the, the evidence bears this out, that this is going to force your, it's going to squeeze your portfolio into holes that are too small for it. You're going to get a, a portfolio that is not well diversified. You're going to get dividend stocks and you're going to get higher yielding bonds that tend to be junkier. So you're not going to have great diversif uh, diversification across your portfolio as you stretch for all this yield. The better solution, and this has been studied by massive numbers of academics, the better system is a total return portfolio, right, Tom? That is where you, yeah, exactly. That is where you have a stock to bond ratio, for example. You let all the interest from the bonds, the dividends, all that stuff goes into those particular funds. And then when you need to withdraw money, you rebalance the account, you sell the things that have gone up, you buy the ones that have gone down to go back to the percentages. And as part of that process, you are harvesting the aforementioned dividends, interest, all those goodies, but they've had a chance to help your return and actually grow your account in that time. Yes, everything I know says the total return method is better than simply turning on dividends or certainly going for a high dividend paying portfolio, which is, uh, we know that, uh, what's the expression, more more money's been lost searching for reaching for yield than at the end of a gun. It's yeah. it's It's a dangerous way to manage your money. I'll put it that way. And, and the other issue um, with with being able to do this is to control a very powerful emotional component that we have, and that is the desire to want to know exactly how much money we have coming in every year. The, the total return portfolio lends itself very nicely to a flexible withdrawal flat strategy that, uh, and I'm, I apologize if I'm stumbling, I'm still on Me too. Pills I'm, and things. I'm yeah. I'm stumbling as well. But I feel the bad. the um, uh, it, it it lends itself to a, a situation. For example, where you build this entire portfolio and you go, okay, I have a million dollars. 
I need to generate $50,000 a year right now, first year out of the gate. So what you do is you, you decide 5% is going to be my number. I'm going to take 5% out of the beginning of the year. That is my budget. It's kind of nice. It forces you to budget. That is my budget for the year. Next year, if your portfolio goes down in value, you may be only taking out 48000 or 47000 You're taking out 5% of the value. Three years from now, it goes back up. Now you're up to, uh, you know, you're, you're up to a million and a half. Suddenly, you had a great run. Now, instead of taking out 50, you're taking out 75. Ooh, yeah. You're having you a very comfortable year. Yeah. You, instead of going to Wild Waves, you're off to Hawaii with the gang. It looks good. Yeah. Is okay, there so no other place to, is there no other place to vacation in Seattle except Wild Waves? <laughs> Federal is Way. that all there I is? I got to think of one. <laughs> is uh, that it? Is that your only, that's, is that your such only. Such a stark comparison between being in the waves and Wild Waves and being in the waves of the Pacific Ocean. I don't know. Just, I, I like the I, I'm starting to feel bad for living close to Disney and Universal and SeaWorld. <laughs> oh, and, you should. You should, yeah. my friend. You should. <laughs> Were you, were you paying you now? Just wild waves. Were you paying now to move in front of the line? For, hey, I'll oh, be ahead oh, of that oh, line every oh, day for oh, this. Oh, oh let Lord, me just tell you the Lord. latest. Wow. Let me tell you the latest. Um, Debbie and I were trying to figure out once I'm all healed from the surgery, uh, what we're going to do? Go out and you know get a little exercise when the weather's nicer here. And in years past, we have gone out and we've gotten a Disney Florida resident annual pass. Uh, the most expensive of which pre-pandemic was about $700 per person, per person yeah, per wow. year, pretty expensive. But the yeah. least expensive was about $200. Oh, what's the, what's the five, the, what's the Delta? The what do you difference, don't get? Well, the difference you don't get is the, ears or the something? difference was you can only go Monday through Friday ah, on okay. the cheaper pass. Right, yeah. There were lots of blackouts, anyway. things oh, like okay. that. You know, yeah. you couldn't go on the weekends. You couldn't go during summer break. Couldn't go during spring break. Couldn't go during Christmas break. Couldn't go during Thanksgiving. All those things were blacked out. You got the blackouts covered with your new pills anyway. You don't need that. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. <clears throat> Excuse me. I'm coughing a little. Um, but now Disney has decided we're full enough. We're not even going to sell you guys any nice passes. Ah, sorry about gonna, that. And we raised the price on the, you, you can go in weekdays if you can get a reservation pass to $400 a piece. Wow. Does that come with a free trip to Martha's Vineyard? Because I understand that's big in Florida as well. So, sorry. <laughs> Yeah, except you don't get a plane for this. You get a bus ticket. It's too easy. That's a long ride. So what did you decide? So after all that, then what's the decision? What are I you going know. to do? We're trying, gotta, I'm going, do we uh, want to spend $800 to have all uh, these blackout dates and, yeah. and you know, go okay. Monday through Friday? And never I have go a, a suggestion. Weekend? Can I make a suggestion? You, you, you will, even if I say no. Wild waves. Yeah. yeah. You're still in there for 3,000 mile trip. And then I, I get can you in there. Listen, 700 yeah. though. You know what? Easily. If I, if I want a bad water park, we've got about 50 of them here. <laughs> That's true. You're within about 10 minutes of your house. So you're I covered. can go downtown and just splash around <laughs> in the true. pool. And with that foam that they pretend is snow, you're all good. Oh, please don't get me started on that story. <laughs> Sorry. We, we dive first. <laughs> all right. Good to have you back partner. You haven't yeah. lost your sense of humor and don't because we're all going to continue to need <laughs> We're all going to die eventually, so exactly. might as well enjoy it while we Laugh can. Laugh while we can. So. All right. Hey, uh, uh, listening people, mm. thank you for being listening people. Please. Yeah, we love you, you listening and putting up and, with oh, us. Thank you for all the what? nice notes you've been sending to Don for his convalescence. Oh, yeah. Convalescence. Thank you so much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Didn't get that, that strawberry rhubarb pie, though. You're still missing that, huh? Didn't get well, that. Hmm. Didn't, but not a one. Not Sorry. a one. Not a one. 
Mm-mm. Although I got to tell you, oh, one more thing. Yeah. You know, um, I got a lot of flowers. And yes, thank oh. you to all of you who sent me flowers. I'm highly allergic to them, but thank you. Uh, I have to give them to somebody else because I get them like sneeze. Set them outside the house or something? I set them outside. One of my neighbors, a friend, uh, sent the best, the best get well gift ever. Yes. It was awesome. And it arrived the day I got out of the hospital. And it was a box with two frozen tubs of fresh chicken soup. Wow. Rolls to heat up. Hey, that sounds good. And chocolate chip cookies. Oh, wait a minute. I'm coming I'm, down now, I'm sir. I'm telling you. Now, is that the coolest that thing awesome. to give somebody? Yeah. And where does it come from? I, I can't remember the wow. company. That is great. I think it was a pocket full of comfort or a box full of comfort or something full of comfort. But I went, that is the best thing. Yeah. That is very creative. That is. I love it. Very creative. Covers yeah. all the bases. So and I'm still back. looking online yeah. for pocket full of pie. Pocket full of strawberry rhubarb. <laughs> Make sure you use old pants is all I can say if you're going to do that. Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> I'm just oh saying. honey, look. look at, uh, Somebody uh. sent me a pocket full of pie. <laughs> <laughs> Get your hands to yourself. Yeah. It looks like a wound. <laughs> all right. Is that strawberry rhubarb? Or what? That's, yeah, okay, got yeah. it. <laughs> oh, right. honey, you're bleeding. No, it's strawberry <laughs> rhubarb. Right. Okay. We got to get right. out of here. I'm, I'm ditzy. Thank you all for being there. Have a good one. Oh, by the way, if you need a little uh, advisory help, you want somebody to help you out, you can pay for our services. Sure. We would love to have you pay for them. Wouldn't we, Tom? Absolutely. Absolutely. Hire us as your advisor. That'd be great. Maximum fee, 1% per year goes down from there. Yep. But but if you say, I'm a do-it-yourselfer, if you say, I just lift. If you say I'm a do-it-yourselfer, changing a lot on this show, man. Oh man! Uh, If you if you say to yourself, "I'm a do-it-yourselfer," but I'm just kind of confused about this, we will do something that I don't believe anybody can honestly say they will do, and that is, we will help you for free. Yeah, got a guy. I I am not on drugs right now. We will help you for free. (laughs) You might still be on drugs, but it's still legit. So just go to vestory.com, v-e-s-t-o-r-y.com, and set up an appointment. That's easy. That's it. Done. You have anything else? No, I have nothing else to add. I'm as I say, I'm glad to have you back and look forward to many more of these. All right. So, yeah. All right. We'll talk later. Hey, have a great a great whatever period you're going to have prior to our next podcast. I'm Don. That's Tom. I'm drugged. He's not talking real money. We hope you realize that the information provided on Talking Real Money is for informational, educational, and hopefully enjoyable purposes only. Providing personalized financial planning or investing advice takes time, so please consult with a really good fee-only fiduciary investment, tax, or legal advisor. We know a good one. Investing must always involve risk. In other words, you can and probably will lose money at times. Also, as much as you want it, no one can accurately and consistently predict the future, so past performance doesn't tell you a darn thing about what the future will bring. Unlike many other programs that say something similar, Talking Real Money is not trying to get you to buy or sell any financial products or securities. Instead, the program is provided as a public service by Appella Capital, a fee-only registered investment advisor. Thanks for listening, and please visit TalkingRealMoney.com for more information and disclosures. Are we done now?